0: welcome to the deadly artist survival podcast where today we have bouncer bodyguard martial artist shihan glenn beck stay tuned for our latest episode how did you get started in martial arts uh
1: well it was the 70s i was uh i was young and uh you know i used to watch all those kung fu movies on saturday afternoons and bug out with all my friends for hours, you know, running around, jumping on stuff, kicking each other, you know, hurting each other. Um, But my mother, um, she knew a guy from work. um, Even she doesn't remember his name. And she says, "Uh, listen, you're going to go over here to Prospect Park. And this guy here is training you in martial arts. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, great. So we go over there and um, (laughs) this guy, you know, he's got me doing knuckle push-ups and kicks and stances Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, you know, it's killing me. And yeah. um, and then at one point, I guess we were getting ready to come back. And he goes well, real ominously, like he goes, see that guy over there. And I look over and, and there's another martial arts uh, teacher who's with him. And I go, yeah. And he says, I saved his life, something to that effect. And I go, oh, I'm, you know, 10 years old. And I'm like, really? You know? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, we had a death fight. I'm like a death fight. Yeah. Fight to the <laughs> death about a year ago. And I didn't kill him. So, you know, I'm young and I'm thinking, Oh my God, you know, this is just like the movies, just like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, he takes me back over to, to um, where I lived. Uh, mm. My mother was working was on uh church Avenue between 18th street and, and St. Paul's place. And uh, <laughs> I go in and I, I finally get with my mother. I'm like, mama. And I'm telling her, And I tell her the whole story and she's like, what? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) She's like cursing and stuff. You know, she's, Mm -hmm. my mom is Brooklyn, you know? (laughs) yeah. She starts cursing and she's like, um, he just got his black belt or whatever, like two, three weeks (laughs) ago. You're not going out with that idiot again. And and that's kind of how I got my start. Um, It was also my finish because she was like, you're not going out with him again. And um, it was a long time after that, that I actually started doing some studying. I started meeting other people that were, oh, I've been training, but you know, we're all young kids and they have trainers, you know, there, some of them are training or lying right. about training. And then that was kind of it. Um, okay. You know, they, we would all do things together, you know, like, oh, he's teaching me this. Uh, this is a straight punch. This is a reverse punch. Yeah. This is a, a front kicker, front snap kicker, a side kick or whatever it is, you know, and I'm mimicking them and they're, they're mimicking their, you know, their instructors. Right.
0: Now, now that we talk about instructors now who who are some people that you looked up to in martial arts it Could be instructors it could be pretty much everything celebrities
1: well um as far as instructors are concerned you know i i trained under robert sugar cross and so while i was with him i was you know pretty in awe of his skill you know um yeah he was strong fast and uh you know uh, talented extremely extremely talented and, and uh and while I haven't spoken to him in many, many, many years, um, you know, I, I, see him on Facebook I have other people that are friends with him on Facebook and, you know, he's still in phenomenal physical condition. I don't think right. that'll ever, ever stop. Um, so that, but, um, professor Michael black, uh, okay. you know, they say everybody has like one true teacher. Well, professor Michael black was my true teacher as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> even before he passed away, um, he was very sick. Um, he had cancer and oh, he was wow. in the dojo just about every single day teaching us. And, uh, I was in awe of him. Um, I was always in awe of him. He was a great man, a great teacher, yeah, a good friend. Um, uh, professor Dasana Stone, all of the people I had mentioned, a bunch of people in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in the original article, yeah. Uh, Professor, actually, he's not even Professor Stone now, he's Grandmaster Stone. And um, uh, him, I've always looked up to him, you know, as a a father figure even. I, I mean, he didn't treat me like a son per se, but it was easy to look up to him like a father figure. He was just, is just a tremendous, tremendous human being. Right. Um, my first martial arts instructor in jiu-jitsu, Rodney Knight, he, you know, he had every tool. He had every tool, physically. Um you know, jump, fly. I mean, you know everything. Yeah. Um, him, the Sensei Steve Thibault, um, from our dojo. Um, you know, some of the other teachers, Soki Kane, Professor right. Herlock, all the people that were up ahead of me, that were, you know, that were training me, that were, that we. But it wasn't. It was funny. We, they just weren't training me, but in reality, everybody was training each other. Regardless, it was teaching the technique. Yeah. Um, you know, cause everybody has different experiences. So everybody's bringing it to the mat, you know, like this happened in real life. I'm going to show you what happened and how we can, you know, do this and this, these techniques to defend ourselves. Right. Um, and, and honestly, it's funny. I have two friends of mine who also, I mentioned in, um, in my magazine, I have two friends, um, Cesar Cesario and Alex Echeverria, if I'm pronouncing it properly, I know them about 30 years. We worked together as bouncers. Uh these two uh, Caesar is a Master of Shotokan and and, uh, Alex a Master of Taekwondo Alex was a heavyweight and he fought like he was a lightweight the last thing you wanted from him is his axe kick to come out and it always came out and Caesar kicked like a mule yeah (laughs) Caesar kicked like a mule so I was always 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 impressed with them and these guys were my contemporaries We, we all worked out we worked out together we messed around together we fought side by side yeah um and of course, um, your dad. I worked with your dad many, many years ago, back in like the early '90s. And uh, for a bit, we we worked together, mm-hmm. and um, an incredibly impressive man. Um, and I'm not saying that because he's your dad or he owns the magazine. It's because yeah. I know your dad. Um, yeah, you know Nathan Ingram, <laughs> and um, and Bahi Muhammad, uh, okay. another one. He. Mm-hmm. he uh, Grandmaster Bahi Muhammad, he was another one. Um, we all bounced together. We were all like brothers. But uh, when it was time to put something on everybody, every name that I gave was ready to rock and roll as a bouncer. Um, and, and it meant something years ago. You bounced at nightclubs. We did nothing but hip-hop stuff and, yeah. and um, uh, Caribbean clubs. They got, pretty, they got pretty nasty. And everybody there was rocking and rolling. Nobody ever held back. Yeah, I stood in front of any one of those guys that I mentioned and you going home lumped up the moment you woke up?
0: Yeah, it was pretty much night-night.
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah night-night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's funny. My dad used to tell me, he, he would go, you know, before we used to get to the club, we would warm up. You know, yeah. you had to warm up. We had to train. We had to fight. We had to spar each other, you know, just to get us pumped up
1: to go, you know, work all night because we had to be on point. Right. The, like, yeah. The, the moment I got to the club, I'd stretch. I'd stretch everything. In fact, everybody that was a martial artist that, that worked with us, they all stretched. You yeah. could tell the bouncers who weren't, who weren't martial artists because they were just walking around talking to each other, which we all did. But right. the martial artists, we were all stretching. Every stretch, you'd see us on the dance floor. Sometimes we had our, our shoes and socks off. you yeah. know, And we're, we're in full stretches as much as any of us can and kicks and messing around with each other, getting loose.
0: Yeah. So that leads me to my next question: How was training in your era different than training in today's era?
1: Um, I, I haven't taught in many years, and I haven't trained properly in many years as well. That's the truth, you know. Mm. Um, years ago, and you could see as the years went on, the training kind of the training got softer and softer for many reasons. Um, you know, when when I was in the Marine Corps. Um, we were all training together. Whoever was a martial artist, we'd get together, and you know, um, you know, you, you you go to the you go to the you know the little gyms like when I was in Japan in, in Okinawa, right. and you'd see a guy in there. He's got a black belt on. This guy's got you know a half gi on or a full gi, and guys would start training, and whoever was better than whoever would start training the other guys. You know, it was a big, uh, you know, it was a lot of camaraderie both in the martial arts and uh, and especially in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, you know, you got kicked in the head and. Not to say he didn't pull his, pull his kick, but he didn't pull his kick either. You know, the, uh, and then as I started, uh, as I started, uh, training under professor Crossan, he didn't pull much at all. I'm not saying he was killing us, but Mm -hmm. he was hitting us pretty damn hard. Um, whether it was a kick or a throw and, and we needed it because life is real, um, you know we weren't training for competitions, I certainly wasn't because that's not the life I led that's not yeah. the life I lead either. I'm not here to compete with anybody but me um, so when we were doing techniques, they were hard techniques right and we went back and forth and a lot of times it, it 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 didn't escalate as far as into fights but it it escalated into a lot of hard kicks and punches and throws and strikes um now, but as we were going along of course um uh, Grandmaster Stone had his dojo. Uh, I transferred over to, uh, a lot of us transferred over to uh, Grandmaster Stone's dojo, Stone Rue, mm-hmm. and um, he was, uh, he was, those of us that could take it, you know, did take it, and and that's how we treated each other, with love and brotherhood and, and a lot of hard strikes, you know? Right. Um, and the ones who couldn't, you know, we didn't. Not every student is the same as the, you know, you can have the same rank as me, and uh, I may not be as good as you, but there's a difference between who's better um, at the martial arts in one, one area or another. It's another thing to just not have the heart to do it that same way. You, you might be much better at it than I am, um, but is your heart as big as mine? Right. And, and that's the difference between how we're training and teaching people. Um, you know, in in these um, times of everybody gets a trophy, I think the amount of people that actually get taught and train the way we used to years ago has dwindled massively. You know, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a gamer. I've, I've been playing computer games my whole life and I love yeah. it. Um, but I also got out there on the mat when I wasn't bodyguarding or bouncing or, you know, or injured already from something. Um, yeah. I got out there on the mat and my teachers and my peers, you know, we beat each other up and we loved each other for it. But nowadays, I don't think there's near as much of that as there ever was.
0: Yeah, me neither. Me neither. It's like a, a boxer who, who's getting ready to fight. You're you're not gonna win if you're not sparring, you know. Uh-huh. You're not actively training, or not actively you know sparring with another person or different people, you know, who have different levels. So if you don't get out there and do it, then you're not gonna you know amount to anything. But on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come right back. The Deadly Art of Survival Magazine Fourth Edition is out now. All Kung Fu Collectors Series. Did you get your copy? If you didn't, make sure you do on Amazon or DeadlyArtOfSurvival.com. Do you need professional security or a professional bodyguard? Make sure you reach out to Shihan Glenn Beck. His company Titanium Securities and Investigations will place you with a professional bodyguard with five-star service.